again. It's time for Geeks And welcome to episode 179, part three of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the program. <laughs> yeah, so here in part three, we bring you the news. Yay. Ed gives you the somewhat up-to-date news that's happening in the world of geeks and nerds. That's right. What happened this past week that I thought was important? What Casting news. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Apparently my, your phone wanted to get in on it. Yeah. <laughs> Casting news, scheduling news, acting news. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars news. <laughs> Star Trek news. Yes. All the news that's fit for geek. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, so sit back and relax and, you know, enjoy the news and we'll see you at the end. And we're back. You're listening to Geeks Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio in those apps. Hey, so, Ed, it is time for the news. All right, here we go, kids. Um, Star Trek. Yes. They're, of course, making a new series. Yes. The first, obviously, is going to be on CBS, and then the rest of it you have to pay for. That's right. The first one's on free. Yeah. I, I can't I can't imagine people are really enjoying this. <laughs> no. I mean, I, I, I think it's, it's gotten retchy. But to entice them, I think, this, they, they added something here to give you a little bit more of, like, maybe I'll maybe I'll buy it just to uh, say. Okay. So, like, they're going, the feedback's going, fuck you, CBS. I'm not going to do it. And they're like, well, how about if we do this? What is it? Yeah, Rod Roddenberry and Trevor Roth uh, are going to uh, be executive producers for Star Trek. Yeah, I'm still not in. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't like. Okay, so it's Gene Roddenberry's kid, right? And the CEO of Star Trek or Roddenberry Entertainment, uh, the CEO, COO, excuse me, uh, chief operating officer uh, of that, are going to be executive producers for the show. And, uh, you know, I mean, the, of course, you know, Rod Roddenberry was talking about it. He says, you know, I'm humbled by the the legacy that it's gone through and, and how many dedicated fans have been through the years. And he's going to, you know, put his best uh, foot forward for the show. Um, okay, I'm still not subscribing. Sorry, I mean. <laughs> I'm still not in. I'm still not in. Like, okay, that's great that they got, but uh, does, like, my, I'm curious now, like, does he have any producing background other than the fact of being gene ronnenberry's son when they did all the other shows it was i think mark berman i think it was yeah he was the kind of lead guy i think mm -hmm. was that right mark berman uh you know it doesn't say in the article who okay. it was but uh you know i you know if you tell me it's mark berman like yeah, um, okay sure no i'm 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 <laughs> Like yeah, if you, if you tell that it must be true. Sounds you're like you're like the internet. I, <laughs> it sounds believable. I I go with that. I know. I, I sounded like I knew what I was talking about. Right? Yeah. Um, let me see. <laughs> you had me there. I I you know what? But I just couldn't. I just can't in good conscience say. So I don't know why Mark Berman jumps, jumps out, out at me. me. Um. Wow. There's a whole cast list. Blah blah blah. Uh, scroll. Because now I'm like, who's Mark Berman? <laughs> I tell you, <laughs> I don't know why that name is just jumping out of me like a son of a bitch. Come on, geez, there's a lot of people in Star Trek Next Generation. I just want to say that. Like, yeah, look, there's a guy, a security officer. He gets his uh, moment inside. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, 
Rick Berman. Rick, Rick Berman. Berman. All right. Well, it was wow. Berman. Yeah, yeah, Who's yeah. Mark Berman? Who is Mark Berman? I see. I see. You have it on, on your page. Yes. He's got to be a producer or something. Uh, Yes, he's a producer. He's got 26 credits, and uh, most of it looks like it's uh, horror movies. Really? Yes. Like, give me give me a couple. Well, uh, Piranha Sharks. <laughs> okay. Voodoo Possession. Yeah, movies I've never seen. I don't know why, but I got the name. I got the last name. That yes, counts. Right. That's like partial credit. Right. If you were if you were on Jeopardy, you could just say who is Berman and and get the body. Yeah. Right. All right. Yeah, like Rod Roddenberry is not even. Um, there's Gene Roddenberry, of course, obviously, but well, Rod Roddenberry, what he did was when he they reissued the uh, original series. They did the Menagerie Part One and Two. Well, he of course did the whole series, but they put that on the on like a fan events or like a like a one night, yeah. you know, show. And uh, he was executive producer for that, right? Because that was when they did the whole hey, we're going to do special effects, modern day special effects, to make it look like it was in the sixties. Exactly. I, now I do have the original series with that with those kind of things. I, I'm not a big fan of it. Okay. Like I mean I get what they were trying to do, but I gotta be honest, I would have been wholly in support and would have liked to seen modern like you know what? Yeah, okay, you're redoing the special effects. Don't make them look like they were done in the sixties. Put them in like the twenty first century. It's okay. Like it's supposed to be the twenty fourth century anyway. Yeah. So why make it look cheesy when you can make it look really nice? Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I'm I'm more partial since I've seen it on on TV of having the original, you know, you know, as is as it stood, you know, like uh, uh, the original series, as as it was when you right saw it when on you TV. first saw it, yeah, because yeah. that's like how I remember it, and it, yeah, it was kind of cheesy, but you know, it's it's that's what it was. Yeah, he's, he Rod Roddenberry's got five producer credits: uh, Star Trek: The New Voyages Phase Two. That's the I guess. Yeah. That's a 2004-2016 thing. Yeah. Uh, Racing Extinction, Instant, White Room, Trek Nation was the documentary. Uh, okay. I, I I don't know. Like, I'm I'm not jumping in just because it has a Roddenberry name on it. Right. I'd probably be more going, oh, Berman's back? All right, then I'm in. But yeah. <clears throat> um, I, I don't know. I don't think it's going to entice. I mean, you'll get, look, they'll get some people. Because right. there's the hardcore Star Trek fans that are going to be like, I will pay to see this, you know, but you get the first one for free, so I'll check out the first one. Right. And then be like, oh, okay, I know what to expect. And then if I really enjoyed that first episode, I'll be like, you know what? They put everything out in Blu-ray and DVD now anymore. Anyway, I'll just wait. I'll, yeah. I can wait. Right. And if you want my money bad enough, you're going to have to come to terms with the fact that you're going to have to wait for my scratch. Now, the problem is, is that depending on how many episodes they put on that, you know, I don't think they're going to do like, hey, here's 22 episodes on, you know, CBS, whatever. All access, right. They might do like, here's 13 episodes and they'll charge you $100 for that because it's, it's fucking Star Trek and they rape you every time they put a new box set. Right. So, I, I don't know. Well, I'm I'm playing it by ear on that one. Okay. Well, the, the broadcast episode will... Air early 2017. They don't have an exact uh, it'll be, time frame. It'll but... be during their winter break. You yeah. know, whenever, whenever your two favorite shows are on break for the holidays. Hey, on like, so I'm going to say J- J- January 20th. Right. You know, we'll find out. You know what they'll do is I'll, I'll find out, like, <laughs> we had someone smarter than us. 
um, look up some famous people's birthdays in January. Yeah. Like, when's Gene Roddenberry's birthday? Like, that'll yeah. be when they do it. You yeah. Know? Hey, or when, hey, this is when the first episode aired. And we're, here's the new Star Trek. It aired on the same day. Happy 50th anniversary. Here's the new show. And you're like, oh, that's how they tied it in. <laughs> all, right, all right. What else you got? Uh, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. They confirmed season four. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they've confirmed that uh, they're <laughs> renewing uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for another season. Also, as well as America's Honey's, America's Funniest Home Videos. Big deal. The Bachelor. Ugh. Blackish. Or Blackish. The Blackish. The Blackish. Blackish. Dancing with the Stars. Fresh Off the Boat. The Goldbergs. Grey's Anatomy. And How to Get Away with Murder. And The Middle. Modern Family. And Once Upon a Time. Scandal. Shark Tank. And Quantico. All getting releases. Okay. You know, I'm I'm not surprised with this list of, of renewals. Well, I mean, you know. uh, okay, my dad, when he ever sees these commercial for Once Upon a Time, he's like, I'm surprised that show's still on the air. I'm like, Dad, it's owned by ABC, owned by Disney. It's a show about their Disney princesses. It's always going to be on. <laughs> like, I think Disney's going to be like, hey, we got a new movie coming out. Can we put them in Once Upon a Time? We're in. Right. Like, I don't see that show ending anytime soon. Well, that's the thing. Like, my wife never watched it, and, and, and a friend of ours did, and, you know, she would talk about it. And my wife's like, I should get into this. And so we ended up uh, with, with Netflix. She ended up watching right. the, all the seasons, and she's like, yeah, I can really get into the show. And she's now a fan of the show because it's one of those, again. My, my girl was the same way. She's like, I. She's like, I think I should be watching this show, but I don't know. It's like there's something about it that she felt like it was kind of like betraying the, the Disney princess kind of thing. And I'm like, look, I'm going to be honest. I watched it. I like the show. I think it's original. I like how everyone's tied in together. Uh, you know, there is a specific they how they have like different worlds and how they're all. I'm like, it's really smart and really good. And surprisingly, as a guy who's not a huge Disney fan would mm. be like, I kind of like I, I like it. It's fun. I mean, I haven't really caught up to any of the newer seasons. It's not one like, ooh, what's up the time zone? I got to watch it. Yeah. Because it, technically it, would, it was on like 8 o'clock tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, my girl, she she net, we share our Netflix account. That's how you know you're in a real relationship when you, know, you share a Netflix account. That's right. So she kind of watched all the seasons. She was like really – because really she's like, I can't believe – she's surprised how it hooked her in. With, because she's like she's a huge fan of Sons of Anarchy, Breaking Bad, so their their seasons are like thirteen episodes. Mm. So when she got into like the first season of Once Upon a Time, and it's like twenty four episodes, she's like, "Why is there so many episodes?" I'm like, "Welcome to network television. Yeah. It's that's it's about the 24, 22 to twenty four episode seasons. You're going to see a lot of filler episodes where the main storyline is going to be taking a break for a little bit because you need to know about this person." She's like. That sucks. But then every, every once in a while, it's just when she's like, she's like getting kind of bored with it, they hook her. I'm like, they're good with that, that kind of like ending of like, oh, now I got to see what's going, going on. Next right, yeah. What do you mean she's, you know, Snow White's mom? You got to be shitting me. Like, <laughs> the one I can't believe out of this list was Grey's Anatomy. Like, I, that's one of the shows I thought, I get, yeah, I I thought, thought that was canceled a while ago. And I'm like, no, it's on, it's still on. And I'm like, and they killed one off one of the main characters. Uh, they killed off a bunch of main characters. The show was like, 
I don't even know if Gray is still on it, and it's Gray's Anatomy. I don't even know, <laughs> like, I don't even know if she's still on the show. It's, and it's like watching ER. Like, I loved ER when it was on at the time in the 90s. Right. And watching the show. And then after a while, that original cast either moved on or left. Yeah. do movies. Yeah, because, you know, George Clooney became the huge star. Yeah. Was, I was more of a Chicago Hope guy, believe it or not. Really? Yeah, I liked that one more. Well, that was the thing though. It was the that ER was based in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, like a lot of a lot of ER or, or hospital shows are based in Chicago. I know. And I'm like, is Chicago that interesting of a, of a town that these ERs are like? We got a ton of stories, you know. Like, yeah, I don't know. The, the, these scripts will write themselves. We just gotta find out. <laughs> what, like, they probably hang around like like lawyers, you know, like the ones with the. <laughs> well, that's like we call it. fall. <laughs> How did you do it? It could be in an episode of Chicago Hope. Well, they um they have now like it's it's the Chicago PD, Chicago Fire, Chicago Fire, and the new Chicago Black Blacklight or whatever the hell it's yeah. called, where it's all it's all a shared universe show. Yes. Yeah, I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I okay. I, most of them are like the obviously the Bachelor, obviously reality show. I'm not surprised by most of the most of them. Because it's just like, really? All right. You know, obviously Modern Family, because they're a juggernaut as far as TV goes. You know? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't watch it on the normal time. You watch it on TBS? Yeah, I watch it on TBS. And I laugh. I mean, like, I laugh I, every time. It's like, it's it's a really good show, you know, for them to do. I was like, wow, you know. And I, I know, like, some people, they're like, oh, you know, it's it's you know, because of the, the way the family dynamics is and all. It's a oh, story. why? Because the, the gay family and then the uh, May-December yeah, but there's really, there's families out there like that. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it's like, kind of like a normal family dynamic yeah. for the most part. Like somewhere in some one of those one of those parts of those family could be in your family. Yeah, and the, the father with the younger wife. Yeah, the, the gay couple. Yeah, it's a <laughs> normal family though with the with the goofy kids. You know? it's like and the goofy husband. Yeah, I, it, the show is is it's amazing. It's I I it was one of those shows that I never watched for a while. And even though I'm a huge Married with Children fan, you'd figure. Ed O'Neill's in it. Why would I would just follow Al Bundy to his next series? And I just kind of was like, eh, it looks all right. And then I finally decided, you know, I think it was like the the season one Blu-ray was on sale, like fifteen bucks. I'm like, you know, what, let me give it a shot. And then I I was hooked. I was like, oh my god, this show is. I felt stupid for not watching it when it first came out. Yeah, it was definitely one of those like, oh. all right, what else you got there, Ned? Um, Ghost of the Shell. You know, we we talked about this a long time ago, where they were going to do a live action movie. Yeah, and supposedly, and then we heard nothing about it. I heard rumbles that Scarlett Johansson got signed to do the lead role, and people were bitching about it, like, "Well, you couldn't get an Asian person." Blah blah blah. <laughs> it's the typical people who aren't shelling out the money for production value right. for a movie. Yes, never really. I mean, obviously, yes, you'd want to get as close to this to the actual you know storyline as possible. Would you go see, like, only true Ghost in the Shell people would go see this movie if it didn't have, if it had an Asian star in it or, like, someone closer. Right. Like, they did a, uh, uh, I forget what it's called. Uh, shit. It's the Last Vampire. I just can't think of the, the uh, Blood. Blood. Yes. Thank you. They made a live action version yes. of Blood, the Last Vampire. And, they, and I have them both. I have the animated and the, yes. and the live. And I slept through the live watching because it was a late night when I was watching. I should go back and watch it again. But I like the movie, like the animated movie really right. well. So, you know, I had that's why I had my collection. And it, it, it was an Asian chick. And I'm like, you know what? I, I understand, like, like 
like a true fan, I think would appreciate it. Yes. But like, I'm thinking if a star, like a more like bigger name was out there, you know, to get seats, well, well, I think, I think that, it would have been a more critical success. And- I think that's kind of what the problem with Hollywood is, is that people who bitch about casting choices forget that they're, is somebody that's writing a check. Yes. And that's if, you know, like, okay, look at Gods and Gods of Egypt. Mm-hmm. It's going to tank in the box office. Somebody signed a $150 million check to make get that movie made. They're going to want the return on investment, and you're going to go, so again, you throw in names that people know, Jamie Lannister, you know, right on the back of Gerard Butler for 300 mm. You figure that's going to have an audience, but then when you see the kind con- people who saw that going, I can't believe there's people are in it, like, there's going to be somebody who's like, I can't believe I fucking shelled that $150 million. You want to stack the deck in your favor. So having Scarlett Johansson in that pivotal role, mm-hmm. somebody was like, well, I want, if I'm going to shell, if I'm going to give you $100 million, Ed, I'm going to want my $100 million back. Yeah. And the only way you're going to get me that $100 million is if you put as many asses into those seats as you possibly can get. Right. And in order to do that, you might have to go outside the the, the rules of the norm of casting. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I think most people kind of forget. Well, you you did mention, of course, Scarlett Johansson right. is in the movie, but they've got they cast a uh, Beat Tekasaki. Okay, as as the chief of Section Nine. <laughs> okay, so uh, apparently he is a Japanese comedian, and uh, let's see here. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just seeing where, where what he's done. So, um, does he have the? Is he also an actor? Yes, he's he's actually he was in the 1990 film Johnny Mnemonic. Okay, uh, you know, I saw that movie. So. Yes, and uh, but he was he was also a, a TV host. He was a director and TV host in Japan. So he's got a name around Japan. Yeah, he's, 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 he's big enough to be able to go. He's enough to get the people who over who are in Asia who are going to see this movie. He's going to be the star. Yeah. It's going to be like, oh, my God, there's Scarlett Johansson, who's a huge star already. But then we got this guy who's already a star over here. This is awesome. It would be like um, a local guy from Philadelphia getting a major role in a TV show or a movie. Mm. You're going, how awesome is that? Now I'm going to go see this. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I I think they'll probably promote it in Japan with With Diaz being the star because I remember – I remember seeing. I don't know how true this is, but I, I have heard about that where uh, uh, Bruce Lee, when he did the uh, the show uh, um, Green Hornet, right? He they they actually called it the Cato Show. Yeah. In, in, in yeah, that in is his... that is absolutely one hundred percent true, and yeah. that's how they they had they did a spinoff movie with I think the Protector, where it's um, I think Jet Li was in it with uh, where he was dressed in the Cato outfit. Yes, uh, I think it's called Legend. I think. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, cause he was a huge star. That's the reason why like people are like, Oh my God, he's in it. That's how they were promoting it. Yeah. I remember that. I remember that vividly. Uh, March 31st, 2017 is the release date for Paramount Pictures. Uh, was, is this something you would think you go see? I would go see it. I mean, I, I had, I've, I've seen the film. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen the film. Mm-hmm. I know there's the TV show on it. Um, I'm, I'll be honest. I am one of those people that's more inclined to see it because, Scarlett Johansson's in it. I know. I know. I'm part of the problem. Yeah. Because as much as I'd be like, oh, you know what? If that came out, well, like when we saw um, the Starship Yamamoto. Yes. Obviously, it was never released in the states, but I bought that on Blu-ray because I'm a huge Star Blazers fan. So right. it was like, 
all right, let's go watch that. And it's all subtitled. Or we did the audio dub, but right. You know, I was interested in that because I knew that it would never make it over here. Right. With Scarlett Johansson, I know, like I said, I'm part of the problem. I wouldn't see it if she wasn't in it. Right. Right. Well, the, the thing is, is too, is it's like, like, watch, <coughs> talk, speaking, especially that 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 movie that we saw, uh, the Yamato. It was, it was awesome to watch. Like, I don't, I didn't know any of the carrot cast in that film. But it was just seeing parts of it reminded me of the show. Like, oh, yeah. they did that in the show, and I got excited. It was just like, oh my god! Like, it's like like going down memory lane just right. to watch this movie, and you go, "That's so awesome!" And of course, the ending was a little bit too long, right? But that's you know, that's I think just Japanese filming. They just they want to add that extra. But they want to get as of, much in as possible, right? Give that give that human emotion as as right. much as they can in it. But I mean, just watching it the first three three quarters of the movie it was like oh my god like this is just yeah. so awesome to watch it was just amazing to watch this this movie and and to see it i mean like and it was like i wish they put this in the theaters because i know a lot of star blazer fans would have yeah. gone and seen it because it was it was perfect i mean like not perfect but it was yeah for the movie it was, it was screen accurate yes I, I you know but like i said i feel like if they just casted anybody in the, the role, I probably wouldn't see it in theaters. I probably just wouldn't because I'd be like, I'm, I don't, I'm a fan, but I'm not a huge fan. Yeah. Like, and I know that right now there's an executive going, oh, Scarlett Johansson being in it, we got one, we got someone's 10, 15 bucks, 20 bucks if I decide to talk my dad into going. Yeah. You know, or another, you know, however much, if I see it twice, once with you, once with my dad. Right. You know, so it's like, see, that's the reason why we get her cares because there's a guy who said he wouldn't go see that movie without her being in it. Right. And that's now why you're getting a check for $150 million because we're willing, we're willing to bank that there's more people like him yeah. than there aren't. And then people who are going, well, I don't want to see it because it's not her because it's someone else. And they're just going, oh, well, like yeah. if the only way this movie is ever going to get made is because she's in it. Suck it up, Buttercup. Like you know, you. How about this? Like if the movie, whatever, I'll write a check for one hundred and fifty million dollars, and those people who want it to be, you guys can all cast it. And if it doesn't make that much money back or more, you all are going to collectively have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. You know, like we'll start a kick. You know, I'll do like, hey, write all your names, write all your addresses on, and we'll cast it the way you want it to cast. But if the movie doesn't make the money back, you all have to chip in. Yeah. Like you're gonna, we'll, we'll average it out. Everybody owes uh, like two hundred bucks or a thousand dollars, and you'll find a lot of people shut the fuck up real quick. Yeah, you're like, no, I'm not spending two grand on that movie. That movie fucking bombed. Yeah, you know why it bombed? Because you casted it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else? Uh, this one's a this. A lot of sci-fi shows. I mean, a lot of people are trying to, you know, since. Geek culture is kind of yeah. The same everyone thing. wants to cash in on the sci-fi superhero T- genre. TNT wants to kind of get some of that, you know, sci-fi cash. Okay, you know, so they're making a new show called Artificial Intelligence. Okay, it's, is it based off of the the Spielberg Kubrick film? No. Okay. Uh, it's a uh, it's about an, an first artificial intelligence, obviously, and penned by Luke Benson. B- Beeson, sorry. Okay, he's and, the guy who brought uh. You, Leon the Professional, um, uh, he's uh, he's a famous director. And uh, Bill Wheeler, Wheeler. Okay. Are the two that are co-creator and co- uh, executive producer of the series. 
And it's, uh, of course, this is the first time that Benson's written for a TV in the U.S. market. Okay. And uh, let's see here. I'm trying to find out where the the story begins. Uh, Yeah, the reason why you're bringing it to the (laughs) table is because... An artificial intelligence entity escapes its laboratory confined and begins a methodical quest to carry out mysterious plans. The creator of the AI assembles a team of specialists to discern the, its objective while simultaneously working on countering its rapid maneuvers and warn the world of impended dangers. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, I'm, I'm still trying to... All right, so that's just basically, hey, everybody, here's a TV show coming called AI coming out to the to TV. Pretty much. And I, 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 the reason why I brought this to light was because... I always like to hear about new shows, like like different right. ideas. Like this is like kind of like a newer idea, like an AI go like escaping. Hey, wait, hold on, an AI escaping out into the real world to do. Uh, I know, I know AI, but uh, no, no, no. I'm no, I'm not using AI. I'm using AI as an artificial intelligence, not because of the movie. Yeah, but I'm just saying you've seen that show before. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, <laughs> maybe I haven't. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I kind of call it short circuit. <laughs> or um more closer to the vet chappy <laughs> but i mean don't get me wrong i mean it's like okay it's obviously see it's is it going to be in robot form or is it going to be in computer form? it does it does not give much more detail than what i just gave you the only thing that i i say is it's like you go oh ai you know on and it's tnt and you're like yeah, but TNT, I mean, here's the thing. is like It's on cable, so they might be able to push the envelope a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think that if it was on like one of the big threes, like, or big fours, if you count Fox, I don't think the show would probably have the... Um, I don't think that show ever would have gotten off the ground if ABC was like, you know what we need? Show it robots. <laughs> I, I, I think TNT is at least as willing to kind of go, all right, I mean, we'll take a shot at it. What's, we, got, we, we, want, we want original programming. We want we want our Walking Dead. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like everyone's looking for their big show that everyone has to gravitate towards and talk about the next day at the mm-hmm. water cooler. Mm-hmm. So why not? You know, everyone's looking for that little something, something. Be like, ooh, did you see the Walking Dead? How awesome was that? Like, they want their show to be trending, so they'll they'll reach out. Yes. All right. So okay, what else you got there in the news? More casting news on. Uh... Lethal Weapon, the series. Remember, we talked about this. Yeah, um, Damon Wayans. <laughs> Damon Wayans being more Captain Mort or uh, Murtaugh. Murtaugh for the for the for the. Did they cast their rigs? They still have not cast rigs yet. I'm gonna put my fat in the ring. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out to Hollywood and and and, and try out for rigs. <laughs> uh, they have um, Joan. Jo- uh, sorry, Jordana Brewster. Uh, Jenna Brewster, yeah, okay. She's going to be Dr. Maureen Moe Cahill. She, for those people who don't know who the actress is, she was in Entourage. She played um, the guy's off-again, on-again, off-again girlfriend. She was also in the Fast and the Furious movies. Yes. So, uh, all right, so she's going to be playing the doctor that was portrayed by the blonde in the movie. You know, like, they were coming out, I don't know, he's off his rocker. He's a danger to everybody and everybody else. Right. Yeah, okay. Yes, so, she, so her character is basically what you said. She's going to be the psychiatrist as well as the therapist, excuse me, as well as the LAPD hostage negotiator. She's going to have a dual <laughs> role. In this, in this. All right, so they got to get they, they went. Let's take a fluff 
character in the movies and try to give her a little bit more something so we can hire a big name. Right. All right. <clears throat> and they said they still have yet to cast Riggs for the for Martin. Riggs I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. No, 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 no. Boop, 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 boop. How, do you, how do you think the show is going to fare? Um, did they say who the network is? The network is no. Probably they haven't determined it. I think they're still in the pilot phase. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's hard. To, I got to be honest. It's hard to say. Like, I, there's a fondness for Lethal Weapon. I don't know if it's going to transfer well to cop drama. Like, are they? I mean, obviously, it's not going to be law and, the law and order of Lethal Weapons. It's going to be Lethal Weapon, which is zany and kooky. But I don't know if they can go after Villain of the Week. Right. Like, I don't. I just can't see. Especially when you got Damon Wayans Senior being the uh, playing. Yeah, I just call. can't. You're like. Like, can you can he do drama? Like, is is I well, mean, I've that... seen him do drama, and I've seen him do action. I mean, the last I still like the last Boy Scout, mm. you know. And he was in a couple other Glimmer. Uh, I think it was in, no, it was it was uh, K and Ivory Wayne's, um, the other Wayne's. But yeah. I've seen Damon do some pretty hard acting. I mean, I like him. Like, I'm kind of in because of him because I really enjoy him as an actor. Yeah. So you have my curiosity. The Georgiana Brewster thing. I've never really been a huge fan of her, so I'm not. I'm kind of ambivalent about her being mm-hmm. cast. The Riggs part, I'm kind of really curious to see how they're going to do. But ultimately, like, is the show going to be, hey, cop of the crime of the week? Or is it going to be, here's your big bad guy, and that it's going to be taking... A week-long, like a, a story arc drama yeah, for the season, right? Like, I, I gotta, in order to get him, we got to beat this guy. It becomes you know, a role-playing game where every episode you have to beat a boss to get you to another boss who gets you to another boss who gets you to all their bosses. Right. And then, then you find out when you bring him down, there is a conspiracy that involves somebody on the force. And then it's, oh, this goes this goes all the way up to the mayor. You know, it's one of those things. Right. Yeah, we'll see. All right. I mean, I'll, yeah, I'll check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I fought it. That's right. So again, enjoy that. All right, what else you got? Uh, Big Hero 6, did you like that movie? Yeah, I did. I liked it a lot. Okay. What if they made a TV show out of that? Um, okay. I mean, I'm going to say why not, because it's the Disney cash cow. So, coming new to Disney DX. XD. XD. Disney XD. Big Hero 6. The action comedy show that you've been waiting for. What? You know... Uh, Okay, I mean, it's going to be it's as long as it's not live action. Now it's going to be it's going to be I, cartoon. Sure, why not? I mean, it's Disney; it's their property. I mean, it's going to make sense, mm-hmm. you know. And the way for Big Hero Seven to hit the theaters, and you know, <laughs> like uh, what 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 is it about the article? Like, uh, so when's it coming out? It's coming out twenty seventeen. Is is uh, in the twenty seventeen lineup for for Disney XD? Is it really XD? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, I'm good. <laughs> I mean, it's you. You pretty much said <laughs> the article, so it's like I don't know why. <laughs> but they, Disney XD has made the announcement on the annual upfront to sell advertising inventory of next year. Wow, okay, yeah. A television or big hero says could boost sales significantly for the network. After all, if the movie brought up to $621 million worldwide, to, to give the budget per second number, it is the third highest grossing as of, right, as of before this weekend. Right, yeah, before yeah. this weekend it was the third, now it's the fourth. Right. Uh, fourth highest grossing movie between uh, Frozen and The Lion King were number one and two. Uh, all right, I mean... 
I don't know if I'd be glued to my seat going, ooh, Big Hero 6, the TV show is coming on. I'm in. I, I, when it comes to that kind of property, I'm strictly more movie guy. Yeah. Like, I like Big Hero 6. I will go see Big Hero 7 if it comes out, or Big Hero 6 and a half, whatever they decide to name right. that next movie. Big I'm Hero there. Big Hero 6 yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I'm not going to be setting my DVR for the half hour show where it's going to be 15 minute episodes because of all the advertising time. <laughs> but I think we should actually do a commercial for, you know, like, hey, now Geeksters presents Big Hero 6 TV show. Right. Like, I mean, like, you know, like when I uh, read like Star Wars Rebels is on Disney XD. Right. And I'm like, I don't know if I could really get into a show because I didn't really watch Clone Wars on the Cartoon right. Network. And I watched Cartoon Network. Daily, like right. literally, like daily, like 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 I'm falling asleep and I wake up. It's like five in the morning. I'm watching some like Yu Gi Oh, right? You know, because it's like what the hell is this crap? But I'm watching, you know, the, the Adult <laughs> Swim night sh- shows at least, or I'm watching like the the goofy shows that I I say they're horrible, but I'm watching them every right week. because you're already half dead and sleep gone. No, I'm talking about like the the shows like Regular Show or Adventure uh, Time or yeah, I like those shows. We Bear Bears, you know. I don't watch that show. <laughs> That's but or, or Teen Titans Go. Well, okay, now that uh, it's a phenomenal show. I actually was um, killing time one day, and I was thumbing through, and I saw um, Teen Titans Go was coming on. So I just was like, "Oh, I'm going to watch it." it was, yeah. I'm like, "I'll stop and watch because I I really enjoy that show." And, and what's sad is, is I'll watch it, and then like it'll be a rerun that I've seen already, but I'll still watch it. Yeah, you know, it's like, and I'm like, "Why do I do this to myself?" <laughs> like, you know, because like, it's a good show. It's good entertainment. All right, what else you got there? Uh, I mean, you have more for that article, or just hey, Big Zero Six is coming to? That's a- pretty much it. I, I don't right. think I go any any further with that. Um, Mass Effect. Okay. Um, Mass Effect Andromeda. Tread lightly, Ed, because that's my favorite game series. Well, I got some bad news then for you. What? It's going to be delayed. Oh, I'm not. I don't care less. <laughs> Look, I, when it comes to uh, the Andromeda thing, I, I I'm a fan of the series. I like the whole concept. Um, I'm okay with them postponing it a little bit because this shit happens in gaming. Like, if you want, like, uh, Uncharted 4, Thief's End, mm-hmm. is actually got delayed again. It's supposed to be coming out at the end of the August, uh, end of April, right? which was supposed to come out actually in March. It got pushed back to, like, the first weekend in April. Then it got pushed back to the end of April. Now it's pushed back to May 10th, my, my birthday weekend. Mm-hmm. So it's like they keep pushing it back a little bit more and more. So I'm, I'm used to games like look at South Park. I pre-ordered South Park and waited like a year and a half yeah, for that for game. Yeah, right. You know when they did Arkham Knight, they postponed that too. It was supposed to come out in November, then they postponed it to June. So as a gamer, I'm used to postponing or pushing back titles. Right. Um, did they say why? Uh, good question. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a dramedy. Guess what? It's getting pushed back. Well, you know, they they didn't really give a a reason for it. Uh, They were just at the, uh, they were, there was a conference going on, I think an online conference. It was uh, a user at NeoGAF was listening to an EA CFO, Blake Johansson, give a talk at the Morley Stanley Technology Media and Telecom Conference. Wow, that's a mouthful. It is. And I won't repeat that again. Uh, We revealed that the game has been delayed to uh, until early 2017. Uh, basically, they because the way they were saying that it was going to be late 2016, and the way with way way with EA and what they will do is 
their last quarter is the first quarter of the year. Right. Like they don't have a normal four quarters, right, you right. know, the calendar. Their their first quarter will be January to March. So they they're that's what they're they're pushing it back to that. So it was supposed to be holiday twenty sixteen. Now it's just pushed back to the first quarter of twenty seventeen. So it's uh, not that big of a deal. It's I don't not think. that big of a deal. No, it's not. It's really not. Um, I mean, unless you're a huge Mass Effect fan. And I mean, I'm a huge fan, but I'm not sitting there foaming at the mouth waiting for the next, you know, the next installment of Mass Effect. I'm okay. I knew eventually they'd come out with one, mm-hmm. but I'm not sitting there going, oh, man, it's got pushed back three months, fuckers. Right. Like, it, it happens. If, if, if you if it was like 2018, you probably would be a little bit like. I gotta be honest. I don't think I. I still think I'd be okay. Like to me, it's weird. Um, when it comes to products like movies and and video games, especially video games, take your time. Mm-hmm. Like if you have to push it back, I get it because you know there's probably some tweaking you want to. Maybe there is a someone comes up with a great idea, or maybe there's a jump in technology that you can use to enhance your gameplay because you never really want to use yesterday's graphics on tomorrow's games yeah so like if they have to go hey we put it through this unreal engine and it looks great it looks phenomenal but then all of a sudden they come across a system that can compile that information into smaller information so smaller bytes still keep the resolution and still keep the Mm -hmm. the you know still keep it tight and impact and still look better and be able to do more content. I'm right. for. I'm always, you know, like, yeah, okay, I get it. I'd rather have them do that than just put a game out just because it's done. And then, hey, day one patch. Where, you know, it's like, really? Or, hey, here's day one. Servers are down. Yeah. You, you can't play it because, no, because we weren't expecting this. Like, that's the reason why you have beta tests. Like, like the Tom Clancy's The Division coming out. They were having problems with their servers because so many people were playing. So now you know roughly how many people are going to be playing this game. Get your shit together because no one's going to want to have day one issues. Right. Like I, I always have a problem when a video game comes out and there's like Street Fighter Five. They had problems with their server when they did the demo. Mm-hmm. So it's like you had plenty of time to get that shit fixed. Right. So when you when your game does go live, there shouldn't be those kind of errors. Like. You should already have your team in place getting ready to jump on anything. If like the guys that you hired obviously didn't think of everything that could go wrong. Mm-hmm. Like I you know, so I'm I'm okay with Mass Effect being any game really. Okay. Well I yeah, yeah. All right. Moving on. A while back we mentioned the fact that Dwayne Johnson <coughs> is going to be in the in the Baywatch movie. Yes. Yeah, he's uh, posted videos uh of him on the beach running slow mo with his co host and yeah. They add another name to the cast of uh, actors that are going to be... Is that Hasselhoff? That's the one. Really? Yes. Oh, yeah. He needs a job. <laughs> <laughs> Is he going to be playing Mitch? Uh, you know, it doesn't say what uh, what uh, what character he's going to play in the show. I do know it's a comedy. So maybe he might be the uh, guru, old retired surfer dude... Old retired lifeguard dude that they need like sage like advice from, <laughs> and they go see. Well, he used to be a lifeguard here on the beach. Let's go talk to him. You know, and there he is sitting on his car talking to it. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, yeah. I mean, all right, I can uh, make sense. I mean, why not at this point? Like, why not the the show is so iconic and everyone knows pretty much. I mean, you know, Pamela Anderson, mm. him. Like, try to get try to get the the bunch together, right? You know, 
That's the way I look at it. So, all right, good for him. Yes. What else you got there? Oh, um, are you going to be seeing the Big Watch movie? You know, I, I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. <laughs> I mean, excuse me. I didn't. I wasn't a follower of the show. Excuse me. Sneezed on the truth. <laughs> um, I gotta be honest. Neither was I. Like I, I wasn't like you know, but I mean, like there are times like when they would re-air it, like in the middle of the night. Yes, you know, it, and you know, nobody's nobody's watching you. No, you know? There, there's there's not a chance of someone walking in going, "Ew, you're watching Paywatch." <laughs> exactly. You'd rather be caught watching porn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At least it makes sense. You're going. All right, beautiful half-naked women. They're going to do sex. I get that. But just to watch them run slow motion, really? Come on. <laughs> I, I get it. No, what's worse than that is getting, you get caught watching Baywatch Nights. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a couple of those. <laughs> I watched one episode of that just to see. Oh, and I was great. like, oh. So bad. It was. I mean, you have to admit, though, for that time, Baywatch was a juggernaut of television. Yes. A juggernaut. So it launched careers. It launched it was a phenomenon of of parodies and spinoffs. And you know what? Uh, I think I'd have to need need to see a trailer first to really like give my like saying, "Yeah, I'm going to go see the movie," or "Yeah, nah, you know, I'm going to pass." You know, I, I probably you know you'll probably see it at least. I'm, it and, and if not, or you're going to buy it on. Oh no, nah, I wouldn't. I well, okay, the rocks in it, so you already kind of have my my. You have half of my ticket. Yes. Because I like The Rock. He's he's Dwayne's awesome in almost everything he's in. Like today when we got home, um, Fast and Furious 7 was on, right? And this movie's shit. And yeah. the reason why I went to go see it because he was in it and he's in it for like 10 minutes. But it was getting to the part where at the very end of the movie where he's, he pops back in and big explosion chase scene. Michelle Rodriguez is getting chased by a drone and there's machine guns going off, explosions everywhere. And they're like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? And here comes a rock screaming, driving a, 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 what do you call it, an ambulance off the edge of a bridge. to And perfect timing, too, by the way, to hit the, what do you call it, the the, um, the drone the drone as it's coming out from under the tunnel, crashes it, boom. You know, and then you know, the one girl's like, who's that? You know, they, Michelle Rodriguez laughs. And, you know, the girl's like, oh, who's that? And she goes, Michelle Rodriguez goes, to the rock, are, are you? Did you bring the cavalry? And he picks up the, the Gatling gun that was attached to the V. He goes, Woman, I have the cavalry. And I'm just like, That's so rock. <laughs> and he just proceeds to gun down everything with this, this mini gun. Yeah. And I'm like, That, that was my, that was the price of admission for me. That, just that line, him going, Woman, I have the cavalry. And I'm like, Yeah, kick some ass, rock. <laughs> so he's in it. I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm halfway in. Yeah. You know, it depends. I would need to see a trial before I'm all the way in. Yeah. This is more like a little, like a little tease around the area. <laughs> yeah. I was saying, though, if, if I don't see it in the theater, odds are that you're... Well, you and I will probably see it at some right, point. Yes. It's not a rock. Come on. We got to watch it. <laughs> come on. It was funny. It's kind of, worst case scenario, it's a really bad... It's a good bad movie. Yeah. It's a good story. Yeah. Got slow mode. I don't know if that... The thing is... I don't know how well that movie is going to work. In the in the politically correct times we live in, the cheesecake factor of slow of people, men and women, you know, in bikinis or, or in the onesies running slow motion. I don't know. I don't know if I don't. I don't know if the world that we live in is willing to accept a show or a movie like Baywatch without someone going, "Oh, it's objectifying." Blah blah blah. Right. 
You know, obviously the first thing is going to check these fine women. Sorry, but there's The Rock running in his, in his shorts and he's got no shirt on. I'm intimidated by that guy. Yeah. Like, I look at my flabby body going, do something, you fat, lazy bastard. <laughs> like, don't tell me that I don't feel like like somewhat, like it's, oh, women are always discriminated against. Not discriminated against, but always... um. Like, That's objectified. Objectified. Men can't be? No, yeah. it's because men being objectified is normal. You know, oh, oh, why is that normal? Like, I yeah. see the 300. Every time I watch 300, I feel like I sucks. Like, it's like <laughs> they're perfect specimens of men. And there's my flabby ass going, this is KFC. Ow, ow, <laughs> yo. <laughs> Tonight we dine at Taco Bell. Ow, ow. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just it just puts it way off from the movie exactly like there's these guys shirtless speedos and capes and helmets <laughs> no one goes you know that's a little bit much but if a girl runs by in a bikini oh my god but when you watch 300 you know all women are like man that looks good and you're just sitting there as a guy a flabby guy going Fuck. Yeah. Like, it's it's intimidating. It's like, it's kind of like a little bit, oh, good thing I got a personality. Like, you know, oh, I hope I got a personality because I don't got six-pack abs like that. I don't have the little arrow pointing to my junk like these guys have. You know? People, well, people complain about Wonder Woman, you know, in her outfit, but these guys are shirtless and Speedos. and they're. But do, do you think there would be a time when, like, to complain? Like, imagine going to Taco Bell and one of these guys just show up in a, in a speedo boots and a cape, you know, and, and order. <laughs> this is my order. <laughs> I want two cortitos. <laughs> I need I need I need a six pack of soft tacos. <laughs> and there's a bunch of guys in a car and on chariot waiting outside for them. Yes. I mean, I'd be okay because I know right now they're just going to scarf it down and then go right to a gym. <laughs> You know, like maybe they need to carb up for battle. Like, you know, I'm just carving up well, because I mean, it's I'm, Tuesday. <laughs> not on the lines that they got to carb up for, for action or right. whatever it is. But it, like, like you would feel like, like, that's not right. Like, you think women would be like, that's horrible that the shirtless man's walking into a Taco Bell and, you know, like. I mean, well, I mean, health reasons probably. That's why no shirt, no shoes, no service. Right. But I mean, I, I don't, I. It's one of those things they think, like, if you put a guy in the Speedo and cape and the, and the six-pack abs, I think people are more likely to go, oh, look at that. That's kind of different. Like, yeah, but, Okay, let's let's put it another way. That's how Taco Bell, like, we, we don't know, like, people already know that if they don't, that we go to the gym three times a week. Would you feel really intimidated if we got on the treadmill and right next to us is a guy in a speedo and, and a pair of <laughs> okay. if he, Look, no, because if he's in the speedo and he's got the cape and he's yelling, this is Planet Fitness, I'm totally in. Like, I'm really like, dude, this guy's nuts. We got to stand next to that guy. Like, if he's got the, what do you call it, the, the Spartan helmet on while he's jogging on a treadmill yeah. and he's like, and, you, and he's playing the 300 music behind I'm so in. I'm like, all right, fine. Whack job, but all right. But no judgments here. He's, no no one's allowed to say anything because this is a judgment-free zone at Planet Fitness. You know, like this guy's dressed like a freak. Hey, 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 you are banned. Why? Because you insulted our patron. But but he's wearing a broadsword. 
Like, isn't that a lip? No, no, no judgments. He's just running. Okay, fine, whatever. I think people overlook that. Like, you know, are willing to accept June six pack abs than they are in a woman in a bikini. Because without without feeling like without feeling that there's some sort of objectification from coming from a woman in, in a bikini versus a man in a speedo. Yeah, you know, and just part of the society we live in where it's a double standard. Mm. Of that's bad. This is fine. Well, why you're trying to tell me that a guy can't look at that and feel intimidated and feel depressed and go? Not all guys look like that. All guys look like me. Yeah. Like it's okay. It seems to be um, more newsworthy when it's a woman who says it than it is when a man who says it because in our society it's like, dude, just fucking just do a couple sit ups, you'll be fine. Stop, man up, you pussy. Right. But when a woman does it, it's like, oh, it's objectification, and I feel I should love my body. I shouldn't have Hollywood tell me how I should look. I agree. You're right. They mm-hmm. shouldn't. But then the man's side should deserve equal treatment. Equal treatment. Yeah. I mean, you can't be saying that, well, men and women are equal in this battle if you're willing to jump on one subject and not another. But you never see like a bunch of pudgy guys st- sitting out in front of a theater picketing like Batman v Superman because, you know, Ben Affleck has a 12-pack. Yeah. You know, you'll never see that. But, you know, a girl will be like, look at him, he's gorgeous. Oh. But if I were to go, oh, my God, Gal Gadot looks smoking hot. Dude, why do you have to say that? That's sexist. Right. You know, like or like how they, they fawned over all the boys from Twilight. Yes. It's like, oh, okay, if that was a middle-aged man fawning over a teenage girl, you'd all be like, shame on you. Right. You know, so, uh, you got anything else in the news there, Ed? I can bring you one more article. Okay, bring us one more article. I, I can't go without nerd news without at least one Star Wars article. Of course. <laughs> one reason why <sighs> Del Toro wanted to play in Star Wars Episode Eight Because he's a fan as a kid? <laughs> but, yeah, I, I'm no. Kinda, like, no. Oh, no? Now, well, I mean, he was obviously a fan, but they feel that he feels that you know Star Wars is a movie that families can enjoy together, multi generations can enjoy. Sure, yeah, you know, like like you know. I like, think that's the beauty of Episode Eight. You had people who saw Episode One, Two, and Three, uh, people who saw Four, Five, and Six, and now they're taking each other to go see Eight. Right. You know. So that's that's the thing. So it's it's really for his daughter because he wanted to you know have a oh, movie, okay. you know, so something nice to. You know, to do something that I can, I can sit down and see, have my kids see me as that. Right. All right. So I, it was, you know, he said it was a great opportunity. You know, he was, he was, you know, edging to do it. And well, sure, why not? Okay, let, let's be honest. If you had the opportunity to star in a Star Wars movie, would you say no? No. No one would. Right. The, I can't see someone going. You know what? I don't think being in a Star Wars movie is good for my career. Right. I, like, I just never see that. Right. Someone's going to go, now, you know what? I've played a bad guy for so long. Hire me to play somebody. Me being in a Star Wars movie just doesn't seem right. Well, the thing that gets me is, and I'm not going to try and I don't want to spoil it <clears> because <throat> I, don't know when, I don't know what the time is, but episode seven. Every, you can talk about episode. Every, it's been out long enough. If you have not seen episode, if if you're waiting for Blue Wave for episode seven, fuck you. You deserve it to have it spoiled. <laughs> Sorry. The thing is, to me, is, though, is the stars that are in that movie that you don't see their faces that are are, are are characters in the in the film, like Daniel Craig playing a stormtrooper. Well, yeah, but I think or, well, Kevin Smith doing the voice of a stormtrooper. Yes. You know, like those kind of little cameos that, you know, you don't realize. But I think that that has more to do with, 
you know, that Daniel Craig just wanted to be in a Star Wars movie. Right. Because like it, it, if you go, oh my God, Daniel Craig's in this movie, what the fuck? And he's in it for like 30 seconds. Yeah. And he's wearing a mask the entire time. You just kind of go, or it's like, okay, let me put it this way. How, remember Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered com- Country? Yes. Uh, cons- whatever it is. Yeah, it's Undiscovered right. Country. Remember that moment where Sulu gets woken because he's the captain of the, of the Excelsior? Yes. He gets woken up in the middle of the night. Door opens up. Who's standing there? Christian Slater. I was like, holy shit, that's fucking Christian Slater. Yes. Pulled me right out of the movie. Yes. Because he was a like, huge, huge star at that time. Yes. When I watched Guardians of the Galaxy, when I see Lloyd Kaufman. I, I, you know, that's the thing. Like, when, when I saw that scene, I'm expecting him to turn to a camera and give a narrative of Star Trek, like you know, I had to wake up the the captain, the Excelsior, right? Because you know, like like he's giving the, the like a speech like he usually does, because he'll he'll do an action and then all of a sudden explain it to the audience, because that's like a lot of his roles, right? Yeah, are so that's what Cuffs. I expected. Yeah, you know, I expected I expected Him. that for you know for for his part, like you know, one of the I'm like that was it, like like he's in it for thirty seconds. I'm like, holy shit, that's Christian Slater. What the fuck? That how did like no one promoted it? No nothing. It was just a cameo. Yeah. But it was a big. It wasn't like a huge cameo. But you're going. That's a huge star. Yeah. Like so, I can see like Daniel Craig. Like obviously Kevin Smith getting a voiceover because you know he's friends. He's buddies with JJ. Yeah. Okay. But to actually kind of go like, hey uh, JJ, it's me, um, Daniel Craig. I'm a huge fan. Can I please be a stormtrooper, please? But I don't want anyone to know. Yeah. Like, all right, fine. Let's have fun with it. Like, you're a stormtrooper 27, and you get to have this moment, and you could be. By the you know by the force and you're like, all right, sounds like fun. Why not? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I yeah. I mean, I think stuff like that. I think you need more of. I like Daniel Craig. I think just did it just to be in it because to say yeah, I was in a Star Wars movie. Like, come on, let's face it. Here, you and I could play stormtroopers doing a podcast on a Death Star that's about to blow up. Yeah, and we'd be like, we're in it for thirty seconds and you don't even see our faces, but you hear our voice. I'm in. Yeah. Like, so I can go, that's me. Well, you know, it won't be you because we'll tweak your voice to make you sound like you're coming out of a stormtrooper. I'd still be in. Because then well, I'd go. The thing. Like, I had to watch, because when I found out Daniel Craig was in Star Wars, I had to go back and watch it again just so if I could hear his voice, which it is. It's right. his voice. You know, uh, Simon Pegg was another example. Yeah. I didn't know that was Simon Pegg. Like, I knew he was in the movie, but I didn't know which character he was right. until I saw an article on which character he was. And I was just like, <clears throat> oh, my God. Like, even if it was that, even if they told me you're going to be a character, you're just going to have makeup on you and somebody else is going to do your voice, I'd still do and it. Yeah, because it's something like, I, I mean, if it was like a show, if it was a movie, no one would see. I mean, I'd probably be like, yeah, sure. Why not? Just to say I have the experience. But it's Star Wars. This this is a movie, a series of movies that has spanned generations at this point yeah you know from the 70s and not you know like till now yeah till now it's a household name certain phrases like the dark side the light side was never in a vernacular until those movies yoda you know everyone knows who yoda is even if you've never seen them before mm-hmm. like there's like use the force luke people use that term and may never have seen that movie no, I, I wonder though, like how many phone calls they got from, from like agents or, or actors? Can I? And they turn them down, like you know, like I don't know. Like, like I think it's one of those things where you have to actually contact Abrams. Like, yeah. dude, who yeah. said no? <laughs> who would you say no to? Yeah, and that's like I think that's it. Like I, you could have, uh, you, okay, you know what? I have like uh, twenty famous friends, and I made them all stormtroopers. 
Yeah. Yeah, like, they'll never see their faces and they all die just because I wanted them on set because I thought I'd be a guest. Yeah. And we all get to sit around and laugh and, like, now the... It's like an inside joke. No one knows they're in it until later. And right. you just kind of go, oh, you sons of bitches. It's like the Millennium Falcon. We know that there's a, a Batman tumbler on that Millennium Falcon. Yes. But maybe some people didn't know that. But, you know, J.J. Abrams did the little scene where it comes up underneath the Falcon and there's a tumbler sitting there. It's like, yeah. dude, there's a nice little Easter egg. Or when J.J. Abrams had the R2-D2 um, Easter egg in Star Trek. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, son of a bitch. Yeah. You're like, all right, there's little things I like. Or like, you know, we, they always do the Raiders of the Lost Ark one where he's at the Ark and on the one of the hieroglyphics is C-3PO and R2. Yes. You're going, all right, I like Easter eggs. I'm a, fi- I'm a fan of that because yeah. you blink, you miss it, but then when you go back, you go, oh, those sons of bitches was smart. Yes. You know, all right, so what do you say we call it a night, dude? A night. <laughs> uh, that's the kind of humor you get here at Geeksters that you can listen to every Sunday night live on Aquanet from 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. So search Aquanet Radio on those apps. And don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And uh, if you want to hear the podcast version of the show... Where Ed and I take this long trek of a show and chop it down into three easily edible bites with bonus material. You can listen to it or download it on wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes. Tune in or iHeartRadio. That's right. Um, and yeah, but they can't get the podcast version on the iHeart, can they? I'm talking about the podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, see, you're looking at me going, why is he talking like that? You weren't even paying attention. No, I wasn't. There you go. I I fell asleep halfway through. That's right. That was the whole point. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's way to sell the show there, by the way. Hey, look, it's fun times and good laughs. (laughs) So go to wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes to download the podcast versions of the show. Or if you're a Google user, you can download any podcast app, search for Geeksters, and the show will be there for you. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And one final shout out to our guest. Yes, Carl from the Movie Channel. Hopefully, The uh, Movie Channel? I'm sorry. <laughs> I screwed that up, didn't I? Isn't it the Movie Club? The Movie Club. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> 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 you would like to apologize now? Yes, I am sorry, Carl, for that. But uh, check them out on their uh, uh, YouTube channel, or you can go to their Facebook page, give them a like or follow, and uh, they'll always we'll have... obviously have a link to their page. So yes, you can go give them a like. All right, so we'll see you next week, folks. Bye. And we're back, folks. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's all I can say. Because right. we're back. That is, you are correct, and we are Ooh, back. Yeah, you know, hope you uh, enjoyed the news. Hope we didn't stir up too much of a controversy in that episode, <laughs> or any. Hope you're sitting there going, "Yeah, I agree with everything you guys say," or "No, I hated every minute of it." So I'm going to listen next week too. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can make me so mad I can't stop listening. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, so like uh, yeah, well next week we have my review on Tom Clancy's Division. Mm-hmm. I will hopefully be going to see um, Old Ten Cloverfield Lane. Oh, that's that right. comes out next that's week. week. Yeah. So if you're fortunate enough, I should have a review on that. 
to see whether or not, like, I, I do know that there's no monster in it, but I'm still really interested in seeing it. Yes. You know, because this was the movie that, you know, everyone look over here, here's Star Wars, what, 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 oh, this is awesome. Cloverfield movie. Oh! <laughs> JJ's a genius. No way he produced it. It's not like he had, like, he's just like, oh, well, yeah, you guys go do this. Oh, here's some money. Go, go ahead. Go. Yeah. I can't really be, but here you go. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, hopefully I'll have a um, a uh, review on that, and then uh, a review on Tom Clancy's Division, the news, and the, see where things fall. The standard, the standard rogues gallery of geeksters. That's right. Box maybe, office. Maybe a few surprises. We don't know. That that will be surprises for well, me. Exactly. I don't know. Will <laughs> <laughs> be surprises for both of us because you know <laughs> whatever comes out of our mouths is really what. That's right. <laughs> There's no filter and there's no rains. That's right. <sighs> anyway, so hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you did or if you didn't, <laughs> give us a like. <laughs> See, especially if you didn't like, if you didn't like the show, give us a like on our Facebook page, Geekers Radio, so that way you can get mad like every day, going, "Oh, those guys are still doing it." Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and if you guys do like it. Give us a like anyway to kind of support the show. Go, you guys are awesome. You guys rock. This is amazing. And that's on our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio. That's right. Don't forget to go to our Twitter page at Geeksters. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> see, not used to. Well, this. you you were you kept going about the like, and I'm like, don't you didn't tell me where where to go to like? I that. did. I said it because at Geeksters Radio. Go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio. I could play it back. No, please don't. I'm too tired. <laughs> So, yeah, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter or at Geeksters. And don't forget, you can catch the show live on Sunday nights from 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just track Aquanet Radio on those apps. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show or have an article that you'd like to get our take on, you can send it to Ed at WordsWithGeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at WordsWithGeeks.com. We'll see you next week. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.